Welcome back to the Hot Heel Girl Podcast. <laughs> Your sound you effects are my, my favorite. Eye. Yeah, I know. I, I literally am the music. <laughs> you are. The joy of the whole episode. Today we are keeping it short and sweet because we're both honoring our cycle phases today. Literally. Neither of us are in a social chatty phase. <laughs> um, so if you're new to cycle phases... That means I'm about to start my period. Courtney's on her period. So we're just coming at you with a short and sweet little episode today. Courtney's going to share five things that are easy for you to do at home. Start out with that are basically free um, for gut health. And I'm going to do the same for hormone health. Yeah, mine are going to be like... I'm not going to lie. They're not that gut health related. It's mostly foundations, right? Like the first things you have to do is get back to foundations, eat a real whole foods diet, big surprise, animals, animal protein, vegetables, fruits, a diverse diet to diversify your gut microbiome. Second thing, it's going to be drinking enough water with minerals. For those of you that are constipated, this is going to be super important. You're going to need to drink enough water so that you poop. Those of you... I was going to include that on mine, but I was like, she's definitely going to do that for her. So, you know, guys, both of these things are... Yeah, she's like she's just setting up the foundations for overall health, but these are also things that are going to benefit hormone health too. Yeah, it's going to benefit everything. Like if you're like, where do I start? This is exactly where you start. You start eating a real whole foods diet, organic if possible. That's okay. If not, you can. I have a good gut grocery guide where I teach you how to like structure a plate for yourself too. Structure a plate for ideal gut health. You know, a lot of vegetables, a lot of quality animal proteins proteins fats all that stuff enough water drink enough water happier body weight in ounces with minerals and you can have a pinch of mineral salt celtic sea salt i like redmond's real salt i like i also like ct minerals i also like quintin so options number three i know someone's expecting me to say probiotic in here and none of these are going to be to take a probiotic sorry i don't think i've ever heard you t- say to take a probiotic ever I actually am probably going to write, write a post about why you don't need a probiotic. Like, I've been thinking about it because I get asked this question all the time. So people are like, gut health, what probiotic do I take? And I'm like, don't. Why? Well, I guess I'm going to, this is not your tip. <laughs> but here, here's why we don't want to take a probiotic. So most people that deal with gut health issues, it's not, you're not dealing with gut health issues because you don't have enough probiotics. Like, literally, I'm going to say nine and a half times out of ten. Maybe there's like one person out there that does. I've never met them. And I've talked to a lot of people about gut issues. You don't usually have gut health issues because you're not taking a probiotic. Why do you have gut health issues? Some people, it's because you're eating a bunch of junk. Some people, it's because you have bacterial overgrowth. Those ty- or candida, those types of things are caused by something deeper, right? And taking probiotic is not going to help. It's not mm-hmm. going to even move the needle in either direction there. It's kind of just throwing your money down the drain because also if you have leaky gut, you're not even absorbing anything. Another mm-hmm. thing about probiotics, if you're not taking a spore-based probiotic, a lot of them will not even reach your gut because our body's 98.6 degrees. They're not going to last in that heat 
in order to make it to your gut, right? If you're refrigerating your probiotics, what's going to happen when it hits your <laughs> body? It's going to die. So you're just, if you have to refrigerate a probiotic, you're throwing that money down the drain. Mm -hmm. I've personally you know. seen a lot of people actually get worse when they start yeah. like I've eating a bunch of probiotic foods, adding in a bunch of probiotics. It's like, their histamines go crazy, their gut goes crazy, gut and goes it crazy just like because, exacerbates yeah. all the symptoms. If you have a bacterial overgrowth and you're adding in more probiotics, it's not getting rid of the bacteria. It's just adding more for your gut to break down. It's not mm -hmm. even worth it. Like it's literally not worth the money ever. Yep. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I've not met one person that getting a probiotic fixed things for them. I all see the more people actually do better on enzymes than I do probiotics. Yep. Yep. I mean, I don't ever use probiotics except later in literally if I use probiotics, it's when we've been working together for like eight months, right? Like it's at the very later stages. If like you actually need more probiotics in your gut, once we've mm -hmm. cleared out everything, all the overgrowths, all the gunk, I do use CTA biotics sometimes for mold. That's just because it binds to ochratoxin A. Mm -hmm. That's like it. I'm not using probiotics for traditional stuff. I do use enzymes with a lot of people because it takes a lot of energy for the body to break down food mm -hmm. and sometimes the body needs help or bitters or apple cider vinegar. I love all of those. So I know this was not what you asked me to talk about, but it got into probiotics <laughs> because I get this question all the time. And people are like, gut health, what do I take? Mm -hmm. No, you're not. No, don't throw your money down the drain. Not no, even I, worth I it. think it's good to talk about because yeah, everybody that's the first place their brain jumps to when they hear gut health is what probiotic do I need? Because also like, let's be real. All of these influencers that are like, I love this probiotic. I feel so good. They probably don't really feel anything. They probably don't feel any different. They're just paid a lot of money. <laughs> they feel great when a paycheck hits their bank account. <laughs> that's when they feel good. I have taken many probiotics. And the one that I liked the most, and I'm saying that in air quotes, is the one that I don't think I really felt any different on. Because <laughs> it didn't make things worse. Right, exactly. And I'm not going to say that, like, I've taken spore-based probiotics. I took them when I got the co. I've taken them, like, in way later phases to help continue to build gut flora. Mm -hmm. I like CT biotic. Honestly, it's probably my personal favorite. But I've taken, like... Um, God, why can I not? Megaspore. The Megaspore is fine yeah. too. Mm -hmm. I'm not putting it in early. I'm putting it in like eight, 10 months later when you're needing a little help there. But like you said, it's not, it, it doesn't benefit almost anyone out the gate. <laughs> exactly. Okay. That was off topic, but let's keep going with it, right? <laughs> What's most beneficial for your gut health? Number three is going to be something that no one wants to hear, but reducing your stress. <laughs> that's stress, on my list too <laughs> stress is at the root of all disease that's just the truth especially gut issues like right when your cortisol is spiking i guess it depends what spectrum <laughs> there's a spectrum of constipation and a diarrhea i say this all the time and i think it's hilarious there's a spectrum right a lot of the people who have looser stools diarrhea and stress 24 7 type a personalities that was me doesn't stop moving go 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 lifestyle you gotta chill out you gotta chill the heck out bring your cortisol down so your body's not running. Your digestion doesn't think it's in fight or flight 24-7. Also, if you're in fight or flight 24-7, you're not breaking down your food. You're not digesting it because your body quite literally turns off hormone production and digestion when you're in fight or flight. Mm -hmm. That's not necessary. 
right? If we were cavemen and we were being chased by a freaking lion, does your body have to digest? Does your body need to support a baby? No, <laughs> needs to survive. I know that's a very, like, very, very out there example, but just when you're thinking about, I mean, I guess if you don't believe in evolution, then I'm not talking to you. You're not hearing those words that I'm saying, but <laughs> <laughs> you get the gist. So reduce your stress. What are some tangible ways we could do that? Think about exercise, no hit workouts, no high intensity interval training, not really high intensity, lower intensity, weights, yoga, Pilates, lower intensity stuff. Honestly, not lots of cardio either. Those are the ways you can like reduce your stress with exercise. Another way, don't eat anything. Don't drink coffee on an empty stomach. Eat first thing when you wake up. I know we're going to be saying a lot of the same stuff. Eat first thing when you wake up. That's going to make sure that your blood sugar is not spiking and your cortisol is not rising even further through the roof. So the cortisol is highest first thing when you wake up in the morning. And if you are drinking coffee or going to exercise fasted, it's going to rise even higher. Yeah. So chill out. <laughs> uh, number four. I'm going to say learn how to balance your meals because that's also a stressor, right? If you're eating carb heavy, your body's going to be stressed out. Balance the meals. I know I said a real whole foods diet, but also like proteins and fats in every single meal, including snacks, mm -hmm. those types of things. I think knowing how to balance a meal is a stressor for a lot of people, though, because they don't they just don't have the understanding of what needs to be a balanced meal. Mm, so that's a good point. You mentioned you have a guide have a for guide. that. So maybe we'll link that in the show notes. Yeah. If you are website. somebody that struggles with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's called like a good gut grocery guide. The grocery guides just like what most of your meals should be made of. Right. It's really just sticking to a relatively paleo approach, which isn't what I tell everyone to do. But if you're like someone with like major gut issues, that's going to be a nice starting point for you. Mm -hmm. And then from there, if you can tolerate grains, tolerate them. And then I do a whole entire page on how to build a balanced plate, some snack ideas, all that stuff. Cause yeah, if it's stressful to learn how to put proteins and fats in your diet, we got you. We got you on lock. Building a balanced plate. We'll link it. We'll link it. Yeah. Yeah. I made it because I feel like a lot of people need to learn how to build a balanced plate. And honestly, I send it to all my clients anyways. Mm -hmm. I use all that stuff. I'm like, hi. <laughs> this is all stuff I've already put out there. But okay, fifth. Ooh, this is going to be real fun. Um, I don't know where to go with this one. I honestly want to say if you're struggling with gut issues, what is the final thing you should do? And it's going to be less about what you eat, more about how you eat. And if you're like, what? Again, we're tying in two of my major points, de-stress. Make sure that before you eat, you're getting into a parasympathetic state. You're taking some deep belly breaths. Maybe you're rubbing the bones behind your ears to get yourself into a rest and digest state. Sympathetic is when you're in that fight or flight, parasympathetic is that rest and digest. So you are only secreting enough digestive enzymes and everything once you start to relax. So not being distracted by your phone, maybe trying to have a dinner with like your roommates or your significant other or whatever, where you're just engaging and you're just present in the meal, present in the conversation. Maybe you're not watching TV, right? Just being present in your meal. That's where I'm gonna start. Being present in your meal, getting into a parasympathetic state. I tell people to take like three deep breaths before every meal. Two. 
chew your dang food. <laughs> chew your food like 30 times. Every single bite. Make Reed, it a if, paste. Breed, if you're listening, like, listen to her. Okay, it's <laughs> not just me telling you this. <laughs> so many people are like, oh my God, I get so bloated. They're not chewing their food enough, right? Like, truly chew your food. Like, this is going to seem super basic, but maybe this is the reminder that someone out there needs. Chew your mm-hmm. food. Read you too. We're, we're calling you out. <laughs> Don't just swallow your food. And then if you're taking supplements of the meal, right, you're having a sip of water or whatever, do not drink while you're eating your meals. That's going to dilute your stomach acids and your digestive enzymes, and it is going to make it harder for your body to break down food. So no liquids during meals. I typically say 30 minutes before, don't drink. 30 minutes after, I'm someone that takes supplements with meals. Totally fine, right? You just take them. That's it. You're not drinking any more than that. Mm -hmm. And use like room temp water if you are drinking, because I know so many people that they'll fill up the entire glass with ice and have that with their meal. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So yes, no ice water, room temp water. And also do not drink liquids while you are eating your meals. Yeah, I probably could have made that like separate things, but it's going to be tips about how you eat rather than what you eat. What you eat is super important, right? But how you eat is almost just as important. Parasympathetic state, rest and digest. I actually just bought a sweatshirt that says rest and digest. I'm super excited for it to come in. I love that. Right? (laughs) I'm like, who doesn't love that? De-stress, no liquids during your meals, chew your dang food, chew your dang food, chew your dang food, chew your food. You have to get a sweatshirt that says "Cheer your food. I know, clearly. I'm like, should I make that a post should on we my just, feed? Should we just make a Hot Heeled Girl t-shirt line? I think we should. What else do we say? Chew your dang food can be one of them. Chew your dang food. Your shit-talking BFF. Mm, I think. My brand. <laughs> <sighs> no, we can do it. Yeah, so those are my drink, top tips. Drink your mushrooms. Uh, drink your free... Wait, um... Oh, the little mushroom cup. You don't know this. Emily got me this for my birthday. It's my cute little mushroom cup for my coffee. Sometimes I make too much coffee that it doesn't fit in here, but today it was perfect amount. <laughs> what are your top five tips for hormone health? So for hormone health, very similar to what you said. Some of them are very similar to what you said, but um, I think my first one is going to be track your cycle. Because I know so many women that come to me and they're like, well, like, I kind of know when I'm getting my period, but like, that's about it. Like, how do you, how do you kind of know? (laughs) I I can't comprehend that, I guess, because I've been tracking my cycle for For so long, but it's seriously so easy. Just download an app. My favorite app is MyFlow. It costs $2, but it's totally worth it. And just enter the day that you get your period and it will automatically track your cycle for you. So yeah, that's going to be the first thing I'm going to suggest because if you know, if you follow me, if you've listened to other podcasts, you know, I'm a big fan of syncing your cycle and to sync your cycle, you need to know which phases of the cycle that you're in. So that's going to be syncing your cycle and knowing your phases is going to be the best start to balancing all of your hormones because you're going to be able to sync your workouts sync your food and that's again why i like the my flow app if you're just kind of starting out and you haven't hired anyone or anything like that they give you like a breakdown of foods you should eat workouts you should do when you change cycle phases and it also sends you an alert 
when you change cycle phases so you'll know like approximately it takes about three months for it to get your Mm -hmm. cycle down but it'll be very close and very approximate so that's a super simple easy way if you can't hire anybody that you can just do that at home but yeah track your cycle two (laughs) dollars i know everybody's like i don't want to pay for an app i'm like it is worth it it's two dollars two dollars yeah yeah i got one of those apps like literally eight years ago and i got the free one and i still use it but it's just great to know like when things are off like when obviously like it doesn't tell me which phase i'm in but i know and i'm like hmm, that's fun to just keep track of and why my energy is so dang low (laughs) (laughs) why neither of us want to be chatty today um okay so my second one is um something that you touched on it's cut out caffeine as courtney's wearing a coffee hat (laughs) i know we're talking about king coffee though that's the difference right so if you are not drinking king coffee eliminate caffeine from Mm. your daily life i'm sorry i know people hate me when i tell them this but caffeine absolutely wrecks your hormones especially if it's not organic especially if it's not tested to be mold free for me when i was drinking quote-unquote regular coffee i had anxiety i had heart palpitations i would get jittery and anxious my periods were horrible they were painful could not move i've talked about this before but caffeine just wreaks havoc on your hormones and especially if you drink it in the morning before eating any protein i think courtney and i have hammered this into you guys over and over but we're just saying it again eat first don't drink coffee on an empty stomach yeah and when when you drink coffee coffee. drink your king (laughs) coffee with reishi and the reason we love king coffee is because it has the reishi in it like we've talked about this whole podcast but the reishi modulates the caffeine effects the reishi helps balance your hormones it helps lower anxiety all the things so that is why that's one of the only coffees that we recommend yeah i didn't even talk about the fact that i didn't drink coffee for four years like i didn't drink i drank maybe a matcha like not even once a week because mm-hmm. i was on the diarrhea and on of the spectrum would shit my pants every time i had a coffee not even joking like did went through me was not worth it right like hurt i mean i knew it was stressing out my adrenals and my gut duh like mm-hmm. that's one of the first thing you read on and so i just thought coffee was never going to be part of my life and then when I found King, I was so excited because it quite literally did nothing to my gut because my gut health was good by that point. Didn't mm-hmm. change anything about it, which was phenomenal. People tell me that they're like, oh my God, I usually feel like coffee goes right through me. Like this feels great. And I'm like, I know. I know. Right? And we the, love it. the mood boost that you get from it, like yes. until you drink it, you don't know what we're talking about, but it is, it's insane. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> I know. It's so good. And like, it's not going to mess up your hormones. It's not going to wreck your gut. It's not going to run right through you. It mm-hmm. also does modulate like the blood sugar spike. I still say to eat food before it, but it does like it's, it does not spike your blood sugar quite as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But definitely if you have a hormone imbalance, still eat food before. Yeah. I tell everyone that just for in general blood sugar regulation, because I feel like most women should. Yeah. Mm hmm yeah so the next one is going to be support your liver and i know courtney's Mm, a fan of this too (laughs) but it's because your liver filters all of your hormones and estrogen dominance is usually the main thing that most women have when they have a hormone imbalance not everyone but if you have really painful periods probably you have estrogen dominance and the liver filters all of that estrogen so if your liver is not being supported if it has too many toxins you're not going to get that liver out so the simplest thing 
things, I guess, that I think you can do at home to support your liver is a castor oil pack. Yes. You don't even have to buy a castor oil pack. You can literally just wrap a towel around your waist yeah. if you want to. So you're going to take like a tablespoon to two tablespoons of castor oil and just rub it on your liver and like around the side of your stomach and then just wrap a towel around it. I wear mine overnight. I know some people just wear it for a couple hours during the day. Yeah. It's just easiest for me to do it at night. But I know some people, while they're just like sitting at the computer, they'll just wrap a towel around them. Some people will even put a heat pack on it. Mm-hmm. It feels really help good. It absorb a little bit too. Yeah, I don't obviously don't do that while I'm sleeping, but it does feel really, really good if you're just like sitting there watching a movie or something and you do that. Um, so like that literally costs you the bottle of the castor oil, and that's so it. cheap. Castor mm-hmm. oil is so cheap. Also, if you want to get a castor oil pack. Queen of Thrones has them and they're also not that expensive. Mm-hmm. It yeah. makes it easier, but like you don't even have to buy that. My mom like copied her design and like made me one. Oh, <laughs> like, I love that. Like, you're so talented. Uh, that's yeah. great. You're like, thanks mom. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's like, yeah, I love it. But anyway, that would be my first tip for supporting your liver. And then second is honestly just tea. Dandelion tea is my favorite. Yeah. Dandelion and milk thistle and nettle tea they're all really really good and again i just make a big infusion so i'll take a jar and dump all the herbs in there and just set it out in the sun for five hours and it just infuses all those minerals into that it is a earthy tea so if you want to add some honey go for it but i actually like the flavor i don't dislike it but it's definitely well i only do roasted dandelion root but like it's earthy it's definitely not like it's like slightly bitter but like Mm -hmm. whatever I know um, some people will throw like hibiscus flowers in there or rose hip and yeah, and it'll give it a little bit more of a, a fruity flowery flavor, but yeah, just throw some honey in there. It's really not that bad, but it's so good for your liver. Yeah. Those are the easiest, cheapest ways. She's literally giving you the simplest ways to support your liver. Yeah. There's a bunch more, right? There could be, but these are the cheapest and easiest. Mm-hmm. We're giving you the biggest bang for your buck, right? It costs zero money to chew your food it costs like two dollars to make tea (laughs) yeah you can buy honestly you can go on amazon or mountain rose herbs and buy a giant one pound bag of all of those herbs and they cost like 16 bucks yeah but the one pound bag like think about a one pound bag of herbs herbs do not weigh very much it is a lot of herbs yeah they're really light yeah so you can probably use that bag for honestly a year or two so it's worth it worth the money and same with casserole casserole is cheap mm-hmm. yeah you can go to sprouts or whole foods or i got an I, extra large bottle on amazon because the one that sprouts i was like too small <laughs> give me more <laughs> casserole yeah um i don't i don't, I don't even remember I, like. I no i can, i can picture it but i have no idea what it's called right now yeah again i got my bottle so long ago well, not that long ago but i don't even remember where i got it <laughs> so that shows you how long it lasts mm-hmm. yeah it, it costs like ten dollars or something like that i think it is not it takes expensive a while to go through when you're using mm-hmm. one teaspoon or tablespoon two tablespoons at a time yeah honestly i don't think i even use two tablespoons because it's just I I too much like for yeah, me i was like i just end up covered in oil mm-hmm. yep <laughs> too much oil too much <laughs> and it's sticky and everything sometimes i do just like rub it on my boobs too like if i ever am like right before my period and sometimes they'll get a little bit sore or something like that mm. i'll just rub it on there 
and I swear it makes it go away because I know a lot of women will get that before and it's usually like fibroids or something like that Mm -hmm. lymphatic inflammation you know I know a lot of people that will do castor oil massages into their scalp like before they wash their hair and they say it's phenomenal for hair growth Mm -hmm. my mom's done that haven't done it I have enough hair so I am like I'm good (laughs) I like lost a lot of hair after the co and like I'm fine now it's like fully back but I for a while was like do I just start massaging casserole in my hair and become a grease head but uh I've used it on my eyelashes it does grow my eyelashes people also say to use it on cysts and it helps get rid of them that would make sense um then like rubbing it on your boobs because a lot of times it's like fibroids or cysts in your boobs that get in more inflamed right before yeah. your period but lots of ways to use castor oil yeah <laughs> anyway that's off tangent as we do um so number four is going to be taking magnesium mm. um maybe i should have put this as number one because i think no, everybody okay. everyone should i thought about that for like people that are constipated i mean honestly everyone should be taking it but yeah mm-hmm. yeah um citrate would be the one for constipation, yeah, constipation. or my yeah, I was going to throw that in there too. But yeah, my favorite one is magnesium glycinate. There is different forms. They do different things. But if you're not really sure what form you need, glycinate is the best absorbed overall. My favorite is the Pure Encapsulations brand just because I feel like it works the best. Um, again, it is not expensive. I get a giant bottle, like 360 capsules. <laughs> and it lasts me probably six months or more. And it's like $20, I think. But the thing with magnesium is it literally has hundreds of functions in your body. Mm-hmm. It is good for your heart health. It's good for your brain health. It helps prevent cramping in your muscles, which cramping in your uterus is what causes the pain, obviously. And most people are deficient in magnesium because there is not a lot of magnesium left in our soil. So yep. if there was one thing that I would put almost everyone on, it would be yeah, magnesium. Same. Yeah, I tell everyone because also a lot of people cramps when you get muscle cramps and stuff. Magnesium is the first thing. Sometimes it's other minerals, but oftentimes it's magnesium for like leg cramps, Charlie horses, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Same for during, like we, like you said, during your period when you get those cramps, make sure you're t- heavy on the magnesium. I mean, honestly, you should really take it all the time. But sometimes I tell people double up on it right before your period. Mm-hmm. That's another thing where I'll throw in like the Epsom salt baths. Like do yep. those before your period. They make spray on magnesiums. They make they magnesium lotions. creams yeah. that you mm-hmm. can just rub on. All of that is really great because obviously your skin absorbs things really quickly. So yeah. just put it right on your skin. Yeah. And then I say the same thing like magnesium citrates and mild laxative. So I will put people on that if they're like struggling with bowel movements. That'll be like one of the first things. And then we can like switch forms later. But magnesium mm-hmm. citrate if you're struggling with bowel movements. Yeah, I love that for that. Mm-hmm. And my last one is, again, something that you touched on, but it is prioritizing your sleep and managing your stress. Yay. And I combine those two because if you're not sleeping, you're probably stressed out. <laughs> yeah. And if you're not sleeping, your cortisol is probably high, which means your other hormones are going to be off because your yep. cortisol is going crazy. So your body cannot balance the other hormones like estrogen and progesterone. And I'm sure if you know, if you have even one night of insomnia, you're cranky as heck the next day. (laughs) And you're probably going to be more stressed out. You're not going to be in a good mood. I know for me, like I, I'm horrible when I don't sleep well. (laughs) I'm straight up admitting it because 
<laughs> I, I'm awful. Like I'm grumpy. I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, prioritizing your sleep and your stress. I know it is easier said than done. Oh yeah. For most people. Um, but you really just have to has to be priority. dial it in yeah make yeah. it a priority if you feel like you need to stay up and watch tv shows at night maybe cut that out read a book instead everybody knows but we'll say it again blue light before bed is going to ruin your hormones it's going to ruin your sleep it enough, yeah. doesn't allow your melatonin to be produced so mm-hmm. maybe stop watching the tv turn on a red light turn the lights off I put on my like red blue light locking glasses because mm-hmm. you don't know this. Second grade art taught us that blue and red are on the opposite ends of the color spectrum. So the red blocks out the blue light and helps your melatonin be naturally produced in your body. makes you sleepy. Mm-hmm. I used to have a pair of those, but I broke them. So sad. <laughs> so I need to get a new pair. But I have a little like red light lamp that clips onto books. Yeah. And so I'll like read a book with just the red light on. Um but yeah and then another tip for helping your sleep make your room really cold I was this is such an easy thing yeah Yeah, it's such an easy thing make your room cold thankfully this is like one thing that reed doesn't fight me on because he loves he's like a hot sleeper so he loves it super cold i'm the hot sleeper i make it cold in this freaking place and with a fan yeah i mean in texas we always have fans but it, it is so weird to me when I go, like, up north. People don't have ceiling fans. I'm like, what? Know. We don't have ceiling <laughs> fans anyways. I, we bought a fan. When we moved here, I mean, our fan was getting disgusting and dusty, and you can't always, like, get into it. So we just trashed it and bought a whole new fan. Mm-hmm. It's just so weird to me because I'm so, so used to a ceiling fan. There was this whole post going around, like, Texans can sleep through tornadoes and hurricanes and gunshots, but if your ceiling fan shuts off, we'll wake up. And I was like, that is so That's freaking so true. <laughs> uh, um, so funny. Other yeah. ways to hack your sleep. No darkness. lights. Yeah. Yep. Darkness. <laughs> I use an eye mask because our, like, we face the, um, the parking lot, and so there's street lamps out there, and mm-hmm. we don't have, I mean, we're not allowed to install things above, like, we're not going to install anything. So I cannot have like any really intense light blocking shades. So I mask. Yeah. That's how it was at our apartment too. Um, thankfully we could put up curtains and stuff. So I did have blackout curtains, yeah. but the street light was right outside the bedroom window. And I it's just, so I hated here. it. I don't yeah. like it, mm. but I have an eye mask. So I wouldn't know any difference. So we said black I, blue light. I always end up ripping my eye mask off in the middle of the night. <laughs> I actually sleep really well with it, and I turned my boyfriend onto it too. So I'm like, there you go. We're we're just gonna be blind together. It's great. (laughs) So dark, cool environment. Block blue light. I always tell people magnesium before bed, right? If it's a foot bath, if it's something else. I like a magnesium beverage. You know, I love Mellow from Ned. Mm -hmm. I know. But it's honestly phenomenal. Mm. I haven't tried it. I want to, but I'm afraid I'm going to love it too much. And then I'm going to spend the money on it. (laughs) I also have found like drinking the salty mark or the electrolytes before bed really helps me sleep too. Mm. We love that. 
I, what else do I do before bed? I mean, if you need like a little kick in the pants for sleep support, right? If you're like struggling to wind down, I mean, I always give people, I Google Wayne Dyer five minute meditation before bed and just like, listen to that. So good. I love his five minute meditation before bed. Also love a weighted blanket. I'm a sleep queen. I'll do anything for sleep. Weighted blanket. If you're like very stressed out, phenomenal. So good. I actually got it for Dan. It's mine now. <laughs> How did that happen? I'll never know. He's not used it once. I'm not even joking. I'm the only one who used it. I'm like, well, that's how. That's how you have to do things. You buy it as a gift for somebody no, else. No, this was actually supposed to. <laughs> no, be I know. Him. Like I was like, you don't sleep well. I'll get you a weighted blanket, and now it is. He refers to it as my associate because it helps me sleep. I'm like the associate. But other sleep things, right? The Ned Sleep Blend, if you actually like need real sleep support, like in terms of a supplement, the Ned Sleep Blend is like a drug. It's so good. It's CBN, which is the uh, strain of CBD that like helps specifically with sleep. And then they have a bunch of herbs in it. I don't even know what. I haven't tried that one. I've tried the Organic Olivia Sleep Juice. And it's like, it used to work really well for me, but now it's kind of like hit or miss. So maybe I should try the... Yeah, I think my body's just gotten... But it's not even like I would take it regularly, though. It would just be like on nights where I knew I wanted to sleep really well. Mm. I do feel like even if it... Like, even if I don't get a lot of hours of sleep, it does help me get deeper REM sleep. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's good. Yeah, the Ned Sleep Blend, honestly, it is amazing. It's one of the best things. You obviously, like any CBD, you do build up a tolerance to it, right? Like, well, I haven't had it in a while because I've been trying to go without. I have a code somewhere. You should look on my website. I think it's Rooted15. Not 100% positive. Look on my website. I might go order some after somewhere. this. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I know I have a code. I'm, mm, I know it's on my website. <laughs> That's all I got for you. I don't know, 15% off because, like, honestly, the Ned Sleep Blend, it's pricey, right? It is. It really is. Mm-hmm. But it's so good and it lasts a while. Like, for us, when we weren't even using it regularly, like, it would last more than six months. Yeah. And 15% off goes a long way when something's, like, $80. Yeah. Yeah, I have tried their Hormone Blend, and I really loved that. But They're good things. that um, does get pricey because you're supposed to take it every day. And mm-hmm. I think it only lasted me a month or two. Oh. And it was like sixty dollars, so I was like, "Huh." I love Ned's I don't products. Know. Honestly, they're so good. They are good. They're so worth it. And then that's all I got. Like other than winding down, right? Don't look at your phone. Wind down. Have a night routine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't eat really relax. heavy meals right before mm-hmm. you go to bed. Sometimes some people do need like a little snack. Just it For helps balance your blood sugar. Yeah. But don't eat a big, giant meal. Like, something that's going to be really hard to digest. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I Honestly, I've had some clients who don't love a nighttime snack, so it depends on the individual. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, give yourself time to digest. Don't just, like, go straight to bed. I mean, personally, I can tell my digest. Like, I, I tell everyone I have to digest. I literally need to be up at least an hour after I eat. I'm like, no, I need to digest. I can't just lay down. You want that food to freaking rot in my stomach <laughs> not actually right it's gonna digest but I, I doesn't feel good for me mm-hmm. Reed can do that and I'm just like I don't understand you no I start to freaking get gassy I'm like my body doesn't want me to lay down well he's just like constantly gassy so I mean <laughs> sorry Reed 
I can no, I could edit that, that out, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, please don't edit that. I mean, you can. I don't care. He won't care. He won't care. Everybody that knows him knows. <laughs> gets put on blast on this podcast more than anyone he wants to be on the podcast um tell him if he can pitch us a good enough topic we can have him on he wants to be like the um like the significant other side of like like being married or dating a healthy person when i mean you're not honestly, a healthy that person would probably be better because dan won't talk like he talks to me, but he wouldn't come on here and talk. <laughs> well, he was like, he was like, Courtney's boyfriend can come on, and I can come on. I was like, well, I mean, I guess we could totally do that. I'm down. That's a pitch. Again, I don't know if Dan will agree. <laughs> yeah, he. I mean, he talks to me plenty. He. It's not like I. I'm the one who's talking 24/7, but like, I don't think he would want to come on here and like put a mic on and like actually talk about things. I'll Re- pitch it. Read I'm Bill. not sure. Yeah. That's right. You got to have both sides of it. Like you have to have him who who's me and mm-hmm. then Dan who's you. Anyway, we kept this kind of short. Shorter. <laughs> Shorter than normal. It's not an hour long. I honestly thought we'd have more to talk about, right? Once we got into it, even though it's like five hot tips, like it doesn't happen that quick. Mhm. Yeah. I this feel like it was good though. Probably has the most tangible takeaways of like any podcast we've done. Yeah. Things to implement into your life chew your dang food support your liver stress less only drink king coffee that's what, what i one, took once we it. have that on a t-shirt we'll let you know so you can buy it yeah <laughs> <laughs> we'll like list the three things only drink king coffee i guess we should have also said like nah i was gonna say like for people that are constipated move your body but like move your body i'm telling you now just move your body anyway just yeah. go for a walk every day. Go for lots of walks. Mm-hmm. If that's all you can in. do, that is totally fine. Just walk. Walking is so good for health. I love that Hot Girl Walks is now a thing. It's pretty great that everyone's just endorsing walking. Go for a walk. Take us with you. Listen to us. That's the whole point of the podcast. <laughs> that's us. Yeah, sorry. Hide my coffee hat. It literally should say King Coffee. King Coffee. I'll get it re-embroidered. I should. My aunt does a bunch of embroidery stuff. I should get her to embroider me a hat. Yeah. You have some crafty people in your life. That sounds great. Okay. Literally everyone, all of my mom's siblings are fantastically talented in one way or another. (laughs) If I can ever come up with a quarter of the talent that they have, I will be happy. So far it has not appeared, but you have talents just less like in physical crafty things i mean i can be but sometimes i feel like my brain just does not work that way i'm not a crafty gal i don't know all right so where can everybody find you at the t-h-e rooted in health instagrams where you'll find me being pretty active right my website you'll find a lot of information there too and then tiktok kind of took a break from but i'm ready to come back what about you you can find me at emily joy wellness everywhere website instagram same as you most active there youtube um i think that's about it yeah and if you like this episode we would love if you subscribed liked commented left a rating and a review 
share us on Instagram. Let us know what you liked or didn't like. We like to hear everything. We do. We're pretty open to, you know, constructive criticism. <laughs> Don't so be far, mean for the sake of me. <laughs> <laughs> so far, all we've gotten is positive. So yeah. that's good. Yeah, I love that. I'm not, like I said, constructive criticism. Don't just tell us that we look like our breath stinks or something like that. We tongue scrape, so it doesn't. We do, actually. Yeah, we tongue scrape. I oil pull. We're great. We're good. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed our tangible tidbits. We tried to keep it short and sweet. I don't think we really did, but we will catch you in the next episode.